Listener Production. From geek cups to sippy cups, these boys fill them all. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, a happy good morning or good afternoon to you wherever you are, and especially if you're Zac Efron. Why? Because is he our listener? He lived in Australia for a while. He did live in Australia. He filmed something out in uh, South Australia for a little bit, a stand film. But no, it is his birthday today. Also, oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme's birthday. Now, oh, here's now a serious question. Who would win in a fight? Jean-Claude, no doubt. I mean, Jean-Claude Van Damme, jeez, he's 62 now, but jeez, he's looking fit for 62. Just see, it was only a couple of years ago he did a split on like those Volvo trucks that were driving along and he's doing the splits in between what? them because of how steady they could drive. Don't uh, you remember that? Yeah, but have you heard Zach sing? No. He did sing, didn't he? Didn't he sing on High School Musical? Yeah, and bounce basketballs yeah. at the same time. Well, Get a man oh. who can do both. Hey, thank you so much for joining us here on a Tuesday. Very, very big show today because we are chatting to these guys. That's right, Milky Chance are going to be on the line joining us from OS. The German duo blew up. I remember when we first played them on Triple J Breakfast, Matt, and we're like, what is this banger? They've got a very unique vocal sound, don't they? I was like, when yeah. I was listening to the new single, I was like, how do they do this? It's one of those things where they've somehow made it to be an iconic instrument on its own. And the way know? they meld sort of acoustic instruments with that electronic sort of drum beat and synths. It's really clever. And so we're going to be chatting to them. Clemens and Philip will be joining us and uh, they get to join you as well because you've downloaded an episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. But before we do that, we are going to be talking some very, very strange fears. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this is good. (laughs) This is stuff that, I mean, we asked you on our Instagram what scares you, what sort of phobia you had. And yeah, some of your replies, I don't know how you get through living in this world. Hope you're having a good one. Let's get stuck in. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, do you think you've got any strange phobias? Strange phobias. And I don't mean squirmies. This is actual, what are you scared of? I don't mean... I'm scared of where I'm going to be in five years, Mm. you know, where the money's coming from for the next mortgage repayment if these bloody interest rates keep going up. Yeah. You know, I don't mean that. I think not one springs to one for me, but I know, producer Bron, having having lunch with you the other day, you were leaning well away from the pigeon that was (laughs) wandering near the table. You were... Almost doing a Michael Jackson, like 45 degree <laughs> angle. Speaking oh. of Michael Jackson, I've already spoken on here that he's one of my greatest Oh, fears. he's one of your fears as well. <laughs> That's right. You were scared that Michael, was it Michael Jackson was going to take you and take, like abduct you in your sleep or something? Was that what it was? I just, yeah, scared about that. And then after he passed, I was scared he was going to, he would know that I had a fear <laughs> of him and he would haunt me. <laughs> because he's suddenly reached a non-terrestrial <laughs> plane where he could infiltrates people's thoughts. Well, I mean, the reason why I bring it up because I was with a friend over the weekend and he is scared of rubber spiders. Not real ones. No. And that's the thing. <laughs> this is the conversation we were having. I was, he's like, oh, I don't mind real spiders. I can actually, like, if, if there is a spider in 
my bedroom. I can deal with it. Yeah. But the thought of a rubber spider, he can't handle it. And I thought it was a joke. Yeah. And this is the problem. Because we're leading into Halloween, mm. these things pop up. They do. The reason why it happened is because we went into a shop and there was a stand of things at the shop. And he like turned around immediately. He's like, I can't go in there. Can you please tell me how to get to this section of the shop without passing a spider? Because it's the rubber spider. Because it's a rubber spider. It's so weird because like you walk into a room and go, ah, a rubber spider. <laughs> oh, phew. No, it's just a real one. Oh my God. Thank goodness. But he said his brothers tormented him with them while when he was young uh, yeah. and stuff. And it's like, and it's just put this fear into him. Goodness me. Well, yeah, we asked you, what are your irrational fears? And uh, Kelly got in touch with us, said, my friend is genuinely afraid of cracking eggs. <laughs> do you think their friend is afraid of cracking them? Like, oh, whoops, I cracked the egg. Or do you think when you crack an egg, they're like, duh. <laughs> I'm not, not sure if they do it themselves or they can't be in the room when someone else does it. Or, yeah, okay. Or what's going on there with with Kelly's friend, but um, it's an interesting one. Ashley says, my finger bones coming through my skin if I press too hard on the tips of my fingers. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's... Your finger bones. You're living some sort of Wolverine complex. <laughs> Yikes. Otherwise known as uh, Wolverinophobia. <laughs> Semdog says, I'm still petrified of being dacked. I'm 31 <laughs> years old. Ha, <laughs> ha. Imagine living a life like that, just worried at all times that someone's going to run up behind you and pull your pants down. Sorry, sorry. I was just pushing your chair in for you at the restaurant. No, sorry. Good. I was just worried that the waiter was going to dack me. Um, Danny says, street performers in costumes. Scared of them? Yeah, well, look, rightly so, because they're not far from clowns, and clowns are one of the most terrifying things in the world. Thanks, Stephen King. Uh, Christian's one. Um, prolapsing my anus. Uh, I literally poo hard and I'm scared that it's too hard. So that's yep. Christian's I mean, fear. it can happen. And uh, yeah, I could imagine that that would be, that would be quite scary. Um, yeah, it's just the weird how he said it. I literally poo hard. Um, <laughs> is the poo hard or he just poos? I don't know. Uh, at uh, F-U, oh, well, at swear word D-Mac. Says uh, high quality dolls. I'm terrified of high quality dolls. Uncanny Valley trips me out, my bros. It is interesting those doll collections where there's like the porcelain, the porcelain dolls, and like you lift them up and the eyelids come up and you lay them down, the eyelids like go to sleep, like that thing. You know what's really gross is those things, like, you know, when you say, I can't remember what the word is, it's lots of eyes, lots of eyes, or those pictures where things have lots of holes. Lots of oh, holophobia. I think I know oh what you my mean. god! Don't Google it. It's disgusting. Ah! What? Don't Google lots of holes. No, don't. I mean, it's not. It's tripophobia. That's what okay. it is. Oh, All the right. images is is terrifying. All right, that's your tip for the day. Don't Google tripophobia. It's trip with a Y. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Alex. Alex is also on the line. G'day, Alex. Hello. Now you're quite scared of a um particular fruit. Yes, I am absolutely terrified of bananas. Bananas. So, talk us through it. Um, you know how you get like the tingles going down your back? Mm. And like my, yeah, they, they, they give me anxiety and I have legitimately had an anxiety attack because someone has put a banana in my face. <laughs> and like waved it at you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, look, I mean, was it like a forced eating? Because, I mean, my, my partner would say that, you know, she, she does, she's not scared of spinach, 
but she definitely gets the squirmies from it because she was, you know, made to eat it so often uh, growing up. Was there like a you have to eat your banana or you won't get your dessert kind of vibe? No, not even. I have no idea where it came from. Just, yeah, it just kind of came on over time. Can you go to the supermarket? What do you do then? I walk the other way. Like, I walk around. <laughs> Avoid the bananas. Do you have a partner, Alex? Yes, and he literally hasn't eaten a banana since we've been dating. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He has to get his black market bananas from the other side. Um, yeah, he right, tells well, so- you he hasn't eaten them, but I bet he's, <laughs> he's, he's got the hotel room on his uh, private credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what about the little lolly bananas that you can get no, in, like a mixed lolly? Absolutely lollies? nothing. And I will check juice, like freshly <laughs> pressed juice, to make sure there is no banana in there before I drink it. What about bananas that are in pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they're okay. Oh, there we go. There we go. They're okay. So, this is our first step on what's that therapy called? It's like immersion exposure therapy, therapy or yeah. immersion therapy. <laughs> All right, yeah. the, we're going to get you to meet bananas in pajamas. They're going to pull out some bananas from their pockets. Then we're just going to go from there. Okay. Well, I tell you what, you should um, you should team up with the person who was scared of street performers in costumes, scared of <laughs> bananas in pajamas and bananas at the same time. That would be perfect. Thank you very much for the call, Alex. No worries. Thank you. Well, Alex Dyson, it's good to have a little bit of live music back, isn't it? Oh, it is, isn't it just? Saw some ballpark music a couple of weeks ago. That was Ooh. sick. I was at the New South Wales Parliamentary Friends of Australian Music the other night, checking oh. out Becca Hatch. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, got a little tour of Parliament House as well. You know, when you walk past, you're like, oh, this is really where they do it. Yeah, and it's always like, yeah, you've sunk a lot of money into this, you <laughs> mongrels. <laughs> um, no, it was good. It was good. Promoting live music, sort of saying, hey, it's good to get it back happening again. You know, it's a big moneymaker, yeah. this music industry. Oh, for every, it's, a, it's an economic multiplier. For every dollar invested, you get two, sometimes three dollars back. Three dollars back, exactly. I've done We're studies. Billions of dollars worth of it. So many people employed around it. Mm-hmm. It provides great, you know, when you don't just go see a band. Yep. You don't just go, oh, I'm going to the band and then I'm going yeah. home, you know. I'm going to go to a band, but I will fast <laughs> yeah, before exactly. and after for 24 hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're having drinks at the bars around the venue. You go yep. on a dinner somewhere down the road. You're paying for parking somewhere. You got the babysitter over. Yep. I mean, it's all it's it's all about making the money and you know providing for the community as well as the rewards, which is dem fat beats. So, or maybe that's only applicable to a boilermaker show. <laughs> Which hasn't happened for six years. Anyways, so <laughs> what do you mean it hasn't happened? You did it at oh, Ronnie Chang's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No. Anyways, look, the point is, it's good to have live music back. And we were at Port Macquarie um, last weekend, last, last weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some old rockers, you know, the type, just a couple of old rockers, the guitar. They're out on the Sunday Arvo. Oh, just, I know the ones you're talking about, my friends. Oh, I'll tell you what, some licks, mate. Some licks like a cat on an, on a plate of milk just licking that fret. The ponytail that hasn't been taken out for 22 years. You know, their skin's got wrinkles like they've been <laughs> melted by the strobe lights. Just constant UV on and off and on and off and on and oh, off. Oh, they were ripping through it, but no one was on the dance floor. It was a Sunday Arvo, you ah. know, in, in Port. I mean, it's a nice sunny day. So, so um, Sophia's like, can I go dance? And I was like, you bet your fur you can. Jump up there. 
So she's up there absolutely busting a groove. It was a great fun had by all. Afterwards, you know, it's time to leave. Mm-hmm. And uh, we left the tables that we were at. And um, I noticed like a blanket, a throw blanket that was sort of on the back of the chair that Belle had been sitting on. Okay. And I was like, oh, is that our blanket? And then I was like, no, that doesn't look like any, any of ours, but I'll just, you know, it must be the restaurants. I'll leave it here. So then sure. we went. Went all the way around the corner, literally a block and a half away. Suddenly I hear this yelling, stop, stop. <laughs> this lady who's been with the band is jogging behind me. She'd been sitting like next to the band in the sort of little yeah. side stage area. Anyway, she's jogging after. She's obviously seen Sophia dancing. She's clocked us at our table then see us get up and leave this blanket. So she's waving the blanket, stop, stop. We finally stop. And she's like, oh, you forgot your blanket. We're like, that's not ours. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, no. And I was like, yeah, no, sorry. That's not ours. So she's like clocked a solid probably 500 meters just to catch up to us. He's almost done the four minute mile to <laughs> yeah, make, exactly. make it with, his, with the blanket to you. <laughs> and then she's got to drop it back. Absolute waste of a good deed. Like she, she you know, she'd done the deed and everything. Yep. Done in vain completely. Good person, bad results. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought I'd ask on our Instagram, when when has a good deed been done in vain? Aiden got in touch with us, said, I rescued a trapped penguin once and it just turned around and pecked me and then ran <laughs> off. <laughs> That's not kind, penguin. That's the last time I rescue a trapped <laughs> penguin, says Aiden. I'm Andrew. I did a full day of plowing fields on a property Turns out it was their neighbor's property and I had to do it all over again. Oh, no. Independence Day was on the TV the other night. The guy did the crop dusting on the wrong field. So I, I uh, yeah, I think Andrew got, did exactly the same thing. If there's anything that would make you break a sweat in the sun, it's plowing. <laughs> That's, I mean, I, don't, I barely even know what plowing is, but I just feel like it's tiring work. But you know what the best part about it is? Is Andrew right. can head down the pub and he's one of the only people there who can earnestly... <laughs> Say that they have earned the ploughman's lunch. And Jess gave us a call. Jess, your neighbour offered to do a good deed. Yeah, so when I lived in Melbourne, we um, lived in a little townhouse. And so we had like a little piece of lawn out the front that was like, say, two by two metres. And it was getting to the point where it was just like due for a mow and we just hadn't done it. So our neighbour was like, oh, I can mow the lawn for you if you like. And we were sort of like, no, no, we'll get to it. And he's like, no, no, really, I insist. And we're like, oh, fine, because he's a really annoying neighbour. <laughs> oh, gee, <laughs> sounds like a real idiot considering he wants to oh. do something for you. <laughs> but anyway, so we were like, yeah, like, whatever. And then he's like, all right, we'll just like leave your lawnmower out and I'll do it. So we left our lawnmower out and he mowed our lawn. And then we got home from work and he was like, oh, I've mowed your lawns. And we're like, yeah, great, thank you. And he's like, yeah, so I'll just take a six-pack for doing that. Oh! <laughs> he, he wanted the fee, did he? He wanted a fee as well as using our lawnmower with our fuel and for literally like two by two metres of lawn. Oh, goodness oh, well, me. you should have said for six. You should get up on the roof and start cleaning out them gutters, buddy. <laughs> Anyways, what can you do, hey? Uh, thanks very much for joining us, Jess. No worries. Thank you. All day breakfast.
All right, Matt, it's time to welcome some people to All Day Breakfast who have gone from the millies into the billies of streams around the world. remember being at Triple J when their uh, debut single came out and now we've got them on the line uh, with their new single, Troubled Man. It is the unmistakable sounds of our good friends from Germany... Please welcome Milky Chance. Hey, guys. Clemens and Philip. Now, where have we found you? It looks like you're on some sort of bus. Uh, that's correct. We're back on tour. Um, yeah. We just woke up. We are the only guys awake on this bus right now. <laughs> this was just random happening today. Someone was giving out some lollies, and they said to me, would you like a German lolly while I was in the studio? Do you guys know um, Mayo um, Joysticks? Oh. Is that like yeah. an actual German lolly? Is this legit? Oh, oh, um. <laughs> Mawam is good. Definitely legit. What taste is it? Um, okay. It's just a joystick. Let's open it up. It looks like a vanilla thing. I haven't tried it yet because I wanted to save it for when you boys came I on. I actually think it's Coca-Cola. It is cola flavored. You're right. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, look, we're so excited about this surprise mixtape that dropped up, Trip Tape 2. Um, I mean, the, the focus sort of at the moment is on Troubled Man, the new single, but uh, there's an incredible array of tracks, and it was a bit of a surprise. Tell us about the, I mean, wh- why, why, how did this even happen? Basically, because we had so much time to uh, during the pandemic, um, because we really had, like, you know, on a daily, like, we brought the kids to kindergarten, and then we went to the studio, and then we went home, and we did that for almost two years. So we had so much space and time in the studio that we created a lot of music, and then... At some point, we we weren't there that we said we have an album, but we were there that we wanted to share what we did. So we kind of like started to make those trip tape slash mixtapes to just kind of like have an output. And here we are still on the way to the album, which is coming next year. And we have released... Uh, on our way, a couple of trip tapes. Uh, it's been so good, and I really get that sense of just the love of music that you guys have, not only with your own songs you're bringing out, but you've got, dropped a couple of covers in the mix. Can you tell us about the Aussie tune that uh, gets a little bit of a rework from Milky Chance? The Lost in Yesterday? Yeah, Tame Impala's Lost in Yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he's genius. And um, yeah, like we started doing these covers uh, with the first trip tape, and we really enjoy doing that because... Uh, you don't have to worry about the song while you're in the studio, you mm. know, because it's all written and it's perfect. And you can just like play around and probably try out things that you maybe wouldn't do making your own music. I don't know. It's you just, you like, just started at a different point mm-hmm. because you, yeah. go, you go into the studio and you don't have the hustle to like write a hit song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You mentioned that you had, um, you know, dropping the kids off at kindergarten and then, you know, going to work. I've got a toddler myself, a three-year-old, and sometimes I make, you know, I make kids music on the side. And, you, you know, it's a scary moment when you debut the music to the, to your three-year-old because, <laughs> you know, you press play and then they just go, nope. Do they ever inform your work at all? They are brutally honest. Oh, he- heck yeah. My old one does. Yeah. He's eight. It's actually funny, like, because he has parents that are both musicians and um, he sometimes like answers and things like, what do you think about the bass line? Or like at the, at the end, the drums, the, uh, 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 uh. don't you think it has to come up? <laughs> like he's very, yeah, it's like very crazily like, and I'm like, whoa, okay. Proper notes. Uh, 
Yeah, I was just thinking, like, do you like it or not? <laughs> and what do you guys do when you're not making music, you know? I mean, there hasn't been much touring the last two years. Now that you're back on the road, what are those little beautiful moments where you think, oh, I'm so glad we can do it again? I mean, me and Alex used to play chess after, you know, after radio <laughs> shows and just kind of oh. do that. Like, and it was such a nice thing to do that was outside of the work. What do you guys do? Um, actually, yeah, we started three days ago, and on the first day, we all took walks in Lausanne in Switzerland. It was a beautiful day. And sometimes, you know, we just stroll around the cities, enjoy the architecture, the, the beauty of the city we are in. And I ran by a ceramic shop and I'm a potter. So I went in and I, I threw on the wheel a little <laughs> bit. And um, yeah, I mean, chess, not, none of us is a good chess player. Maybe Tony actually might be, but really? Is he on the bus? Go and wake him up and ask him, hey, Tony, are you yeah. a good chess player? <laughs> And he's like, you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we also have games laying around and stuff. So yeah. we, we also just enjoy the community of our crew because they are kind of like family since we tour since, yeah, almost seven or eight years together. Yeah. But the uh, two of us game is FIFA. Yeah. Oh, right. bit oh, of FIFA. Oh, yeah. They're finishing it up, yeah. aren't they? They've, they're done with it. Isn't that it? Or, they, or they've stopped, they? They stopped doing it what? with EA oh, really? Sports. I hadn't heard that. that that's news. Yeah, FIFA and EA that's Sports shocking. have parted ways, so they're um. And do you do you play? Who do you play as? Because I used to play as Germany. You know, Australia's team is down like uh, three stars, three and a half stars. So you try and play as a really good team. <laughs> do you guys play as the home home country when you play FIFA, or do you pick someone else? I'm going more for like I don't know Brazil or yeah. France or yes, yeah, so got it. Yeah, know. I don't like to like, do the stereotypically like. I'm German. I play with German. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt and I were live on air on Breakfast Radio in Australia at the Brazilian World Cup where Germany beat Brazil. Was it 7 1 okay. in the end? And we just, we thought it was an instant replay oh. that was getting played, but it was new goals every time. It was a wild morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny crazy. because every time you talk with Brazilian people about it and you kind of like, you approach the talk with like a little bit of humor and you realize like they don't think it's funny at all. Like they always. <laughs> Talk yeah. about it. They get so serious, like yep. mad, and like you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, I wasn't the one scoring the goals. Like yeah. it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, it's been you've been so nice to get up early on the tour, bros, to have a chat to us. Congratulations, not only on uh, Troubled Man, the new single from Milky Chance, but also the trip tape too. All the best with the rest of your day. I'm going to continue eating my um my German lollies, and we'll catch you later. Thank, Thank you, you man. so much for having us. Thank you guys. Take care. That's the end of another episode of Matt and Alex. We will see you again tomorrow. And remember, if you'd like to get in touch, we've got an Instagram, matt.and.alex, or hit us up on the website, mattandalex.com.au. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.